Boys, welcome to This Week in Marvel, episode number 59, we think, we're pretty sure, Blake Garris tells me we're sure, I'm Ryan Panagos, aka Agent M, Executive Editorial Director for Marvel's Digital Media Group, joined by... Associate Producer Blake Garris, joined by... Marvel Intern, Daniel Horowitz, my final week. Final week here, final. Daniel Daniel brought us some delightful Queen Anne artificially flavored cordial cherries, milk chocolate, 10 pieces, net weight, 6.6 ounces, 187 grams. Actual size is pretty big. Lovely. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. We appreciate it. Good um, for a queen. It definitely is. So we are here. We're rocking and rolling. I missed last week. I hope everybody had a good time. Holidays are here, so it's a little bit crazy at Marvel. But we're going to rock through this. If you're just joining us on This Week in Marvel, we're going to run through all the new comic books available this week, print and digital, as well as all the collections in print and digital. We're going to talk about news and new releases, what's on TV, some video game stuff, all that goodness. And then we're going to get to your questions and comments. If you have questions or comments about Marvel or about the podcast or just about life, use the hashtag This Week in Marvel. And we'll collate them and put them into the next episode. I was checking them today. We got some fun ones. And yeah, let's just jump right into things with the comics on sale for December 12th, 2012. Wow, 12, 12, 12. Mm -hmm. We did it, guys. Oh, man. We made it. Almost. Um, almost? <laughs> well, Apocalypse, maybe. maybe Isn't that not. the 21st? Yeah. Yeah. It's coming up. But we did. We made 12, 12, 12. Blake, you were going to say something? Oh, it's the 21st would be... I had nothing. Okay. <laughs> Terrific. All right. So the first up this week, we've got Age of Apocalypse number 10 by David Lapham and Roberto De La Torre, colors by Lee Lowridge. This is just such a dark, grim book. I love it. You've got Sugar Man in it. You've got all these Age of Apocalypse universe, you know, versions of the characters that we know and love. Jean Grey and Sabretooth, who we followed through the entire Age of Apocalypse saga, are now depowered and... Some crazy stuff is happening to them in this issue. And really, Wolverine, Weapon Omega, basically the new Apocalypse, gets his hands dirty, gets involved in, with things in this issue. And we're starting to see a lot of things come to a head in this story. And we, we get Quentin Quire in the Age of Apocalypse universe, which I think is pretty cool. Now we have Amazing Spider-Man number 699.1, written by Dan Slott and Joe Keating, art by... Valentin de Landro. This is really cool. It's like, you know, if you're reading Amazing Spider-Man, which you should be, because it's great, at the point where Doc Ock, Peter Parker person, leaves and Morbius is talking to Lizard, it kind of picks up where that left off, and it just kind of builds you into the story of this upcoming Morbius book that's supposed to be amazing. You really start to feel for Morbius. He's a bad guy, but he's not such a bad guy. You see the reasoning behind what he became. And yeah, this is going to be an interesting Morbius book. But this this is a great intro to that. So definitely check that out. Yeah, you know, I've read a ton of Morbius comics over the years where he's popped up in and out in various things. But this was cool because you get actually like the sense of who he is, where he is. I, I didn't realize all of his backstory that we see in this issue so i'm psyched and i i gotta be honest joe keating is a buddy of mine he's actually coming with us to wrestlemania next year he's a huge wrestling mark so i talked to him about all kinds of stuff and i'm very psyched to see him do stuff for us more and more at marvel so i was psyched to see this issue and it, he he and dan did a great job on it all right avengers arena number one written by dennis hopeless art by kev walker this is a big one here this is big Marvel Now launch book, and I should say Colors by Frank Martin. There's a big Marvel Now launch book. We've been talking about it for a while. I think early copies of this went to a variety of people. I actually had a friend who works at DC. I am me the other day and say, hey, I wrote Avengers Arena number one. It was really, really, really good. And I was like, all right, cool. I hadn't read it yet, so I'll take your word for it. Now that I've read it, I agree. It's terrific. Kev Walker, who was doing great work on Thunderbolts and dark avengers book recently kills on this frank martin's colors are amazing there's a sequence in the beginning that has a lot of bright hues a lot of greens and oranges and yellows and and violent just disturbing action and they nail it dennis hopeless doesn't pull any punches on this it's a really really great book the premise being sort of arcade you know him he's got the white suit bow tie makes murder world death traps and silly stuff and is kind of been a joke says 
basically, I'm going to step this up, step up my game. I'm going to bring all these younger characters together, put them on my murder island, and make them murder each other to be the murder king or queen. And, you know, it's survival of the fittest, which is a, a cool concept. You know, Hunger Games has been big. Everybody's seen I, I love the Battle Royale, the yep. movie, the comics, all that stuff. There's a lot of elements that you can see in various things, but the way it's done here is really cool, and this is a big emotional gut punch in this first issue you just be ready for this there's a lot of cool stuff new characters developments for a variety of characters big big things and yeah this this series is going to set it off i think it's going to be cool there's like more heart and insanity than battle royale heart sanity it's better than will. battle royale Woo! i said it oh man there you go from from the mouth of blake garris mm-hmm. and yes i agree all right so avengers assemble number 10 by Kelly Sue DeConnick, with art by Stefano Caselli, and colors by Rain Barreto. I think last issue, number 9 of Avengers Assemble, was our Twim of the Week. Number 10 picks up where that left off. You've got this great crew of Avengers, Iron Man, Hulk, Captain Marvel, Captain America, Spider-Woman, and Thor, dealing with some, some crazy stuff out in Antarctica. There's some deaths, there's some emotional connections to some of the characters, and then boom, ninjas! What's up? All kinds of weird stuff. Great interactions between the Avengers characters. I really like this this core group that Kelly's put together. She gets the voices exactly what you want it to sound like. It's a mix between the Avengers film and what we know from the comics and uh, putting a great spin on it. It's funny, it's action-packed, it's got heart, it's Terrific comic, and you get Captain America kicking some major ass. You've got all the other Avengers characters doing what they do, teaming up together. Big things coming, and big scary stuff coming up next issue. I love this book. I think Kelly took what you know Brian Michael Bendis and Mark Bagley did, and just she's running with it, and she's doing some really fun stuff. All right, another big launch book for Marvel now. Cable and X-Force number one. Another one by Dennis Hopeless. And this one has art by Salvador La Roca and colors by Frank D'Armada. And look, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Cable is tied for my favorite character. Between Cable, Deadpool, and MODOK. You know, my... Oh, God! Oh, no! Hello there. <laughs> It's Hello Nick Lowe, there, listeners. the human tornado. It's true. What can I break this time? Uh, I don't know, but we were just talking about Here, Cable and you, X-Force. Give yes. me your arm. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> I need that to no. keep time. Not, not anymore. Anymore. You don't need it anymore. Yep. Would you like some, some Queen Anne cordial cherries? No. <laughs> they look great. I'm not a huge cherry guy. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. I don't hate them. Right. I just don't go out of my way to eat them. Why do you hate cherries? How dare you, sir? I hate pickles. <laughs> Pickles are the worst. Yeah. You do hate pickles. I do hate pickles. But Nick hates pickles on a level where it's not fun to, to yeah, use them to mess with him. Please don't tease me with it. I, like, I will like, yeah. curl up in a ball and Yeah, cry. no. Like, like, there's a level of, oh, I hate this thing. I'm gonna or pull. lash out yeah. in, in anger. And we don't like that. We like no. Nick. Beneath this fair facade yeah. is, is an angry, angry man. <laughs> <laughs> We're just about to talk about X, Cable and X-Force number one. Boom. 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 How's that hopeless kid working out for you? Oh, he's good, man. Yeah. Dennis is really good. And you wouldn't know it because he talks like this, like, well, you know, yeah. Which is kind of how it goes. Oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he's like, very he's so mellow. Reserved. He's very chill. reserved and mellow. And you really have to shake the guy pretty hard to get him excited. I, like, you can tell he's excited. Like, I know now that he's super excited interiorly. That's not worse. <laughs> but uh, but on the exterior, you'd never know. But then he writes this like these crazy things happening. Yeah. Big action. But also, what I, what I love most about Dennis is his character work. His character work. His people sound like people that you know and that you talk to. And he gets that on such an innate level. Yeah. It's really fun. How did you guys come up with the, the arm for Cable? Like, where did that, where did that design and the, the idea to do that cool? That was me and Dennis kind of going back and forth a little bit. Because we were talking about how in Avengers X Sanction, the techno-organic virus was cured from him. But what we were thinking about is, you know, half his body was basically plagued by this stuff. When you lose something like that, it means something. Also, the funny thing being the glowy eye, like in doing research, even though it's a little cloudy, the eye that glows isn't the one that was techno-organically affected. Oh. Which is very funny. That's why his his exposed eye still glows. It's the... 
it's a TK, power. yeah, yeah it's tell, a power. Tell us something, powers. But but uh, so yeah. So anyway, not all that important, but fun. No, it's but, very uh, cool. Yeah, so we were thinking about like you know like when you get a cast off after you've had a cast on for a long time, like you're you're weak. You know, your arm is like. I remember when I broke my arm when I was a kid. When I got it off, like when you put your two arms next to each other, it looks like yeah, it's atrophied and it's, exactly. it's smaller. It, it can't do the same. Exactly. So that's what we wanted to play with for here, and that's why we we like he should have this arm that he puts he puts on basically. And so that's where we came up with the mech, and then Salva just went crazy with yeah. it. It's so nuts looking. He, I love it. He's kicking some major ass on Isn't his book. Yeah, it's really nice. Looks so good. Yeah, and I got to tell you guys, I was going to talk about this in, when I went through the issue, but the Hope Cable moment, I was so happy. Yeah, I was so happy. I love, I mean, th- that relationship has been so great. You guys built that mm-hmm. up so well over the last couple of years. And to finally get that, that yeah. moment, that those couple panels on that page, that was yeah. great. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I hope everyone enjoys it, and this is just getting started. It's just getting started. Yep. So, what books are you putting out this week? This week, we're sending out all new X Men number six. That book is so good. Uh, I want to punch you in the face. It's just so wait good. till you read number six. Like it just keeps getting better and better. Because right now we're so we're putting out number six. David Marquez is drawing it. He's also drawing seven and eight, while Stewart gets ahead on nine. So David's in the middle of number seven, getting close to finishing it. Stewart's on number nine. That. And he's already like many pages into that, so that's how far we we're ahead that's on great. that book right now. But that book is off the hook. It's really, really good. And I rhymed that one there. You did unintentionally. <laughs> one of the unintentional things. Seuss. One of the things I tell people about when we talk about Marvel now publicly, it's you know this is not you know we're not rebooting anything. We're refreshing everything, and we're giving these these the creators who've done such great work over the years a kick in the pants and say. Flex your muscles in a different way. Try something else. Go crazy. And you really see it on all these books. Like, Salva's been on Iron Man for, you know, five years, six, whatever it is. And it looks like a new, like he's just refreshed and doing something different. And wait to see how Ron Garney looks on Uncanny X-Force when that comes out. That hits in January. And that, he's doing the work of his career. And he's got Danny Meeky, one of the best inkers in the business on inks. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> you can't see that, but it's it's that when you when you eat something delicious or when when someone really pretentious eats something delicious <laughs> and they, they put their fingertips together in front of their mouth Mwah, and it explodes. Yep. Mwah. Yeah. So all you guys are just here kissing sounds <laughs> as Nick makes out yeah. with Blake. Yep. <laughs> well, the beard is luxurious. I have to say. Thank you. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna leave you to it. Thank you, Nick. And I just want the listeners out there to know that right next to the table they recorded on. There is a, <laughs> a, a really long piece of white rope bound over there that I don't know what they get up to in this room. With, this so is uh, this I'm is a saying. secret place and a we, safe place. As, what's the safe word? I'm not telling you. Oh, no! I'm in such danger! <laughs> Thanks, Nick. That is Nick Lowe, senior editor and shepherd of the X-Men books. You know what? We talked about Cable and X-Force a little bit while he was in here, but it's a terrific issue. I really... I dug the hell out of it, not just because I love Cable and Dr. Nemesis, Domino, Forge, Colossus, this team, Hope. There's so many elements that go into it, but it really is such a fun, cool book. And it's it's a different angle for this crew. And then that it has just the classic, great last page setting you up for what is in store. And you're like, oh, snap. Oh, snappy snap. Snappy dappy snap. Just like that. Now we have Dark Avengers number 184, written by Jeff Parker, art by Neil Edwards. Here, all the Dark Avengers have been captured by Iron Man and Hank Pym, except for Scar, who is stuck in Manhattan somewhere, and he is just randomly walking around, and you can kind of see, like, pedestrians just like, what is this thing doing here? But Iron Man has some questions for uh, Reed Richards, in this issue, I don't really want to spoil anything, but Scar fights Iron Man and all his friends, and we see Doctor Strange in here, and it's just, something happens at the end, I don't really want to say, but Hank Pym, something bad happens, and then it leads into what I assume is going to be something pretty crazy. <laughs> Alright, over in Fantastic Four, number two, by Matt Fraction, art by Mark Bagley, inks by Mark Farmer and Mark Morales, colors by Paul Mounts with Will Quintana. And right now, you've got two Fantastic Four family books. You've got FF and you've got Fantastic Four. And they're very, very intrinsically tied together. In this, we've got the the family and their, you know, temporary replacements 
together, figuring out, you know, taking the steps where, okay, the family's going to go off on their adventure and Reed has his motives and why he's doing this and then the, the crew is going to back them up and do what they need to do. But you got you got some great character stuff in here. I love the interactions between Thing and She-Hulk. They're just they're so fun together. You sort of get bummed out when they have to go and be serious and do other stuff. But there's a, a whole bunch of different things. And, and Johnny Storm, his whole section in this book is terrific. And the way that Fraction brings in what I assume are Devil Dinosaur and Moon Boy... I loved that. I was like, that's so that's that's so super cool. Now we're moving forward. They're going to separate. You've got the Fantastic Four family going off in one direction. You've got the Future Foundation crew here on Earth. What comes next is going to get crazy. And now Iron Man number four, written by Kieran Gillen, art by Greg Land. Here Iron Man is looking for the last two, I believe, extremist kits. He fights these demon women who are stronger than the hulk maybe with this new suit that's just well what i liked about this was you know you've got the the extremist virus and the way that kieran gillen the writer has sort of theorized okay the extremist can do so many things it's so versatile what would happen if you know a certain type of person took it and and used it for their own weird endeavor which is not anything that tony stark or you know, the other creators would have done with it. And you get some crazy stuff like using it for demonic purposes in mm. this. And that was super cool and super creepy. And, yeah, there's maybe, can I say baby demons, maybe? Potentially? <laughs> maybe. We'll see. I don't, it was that, yeah, it was, it was a great creepy book. And it, it's fun because every issue of this Iron Man book has sort of felt like a different style. You've got the horror book. You've got the adventure, you've got the, the swashbuckling, you've got the, you know, techno adventure, you've got the crime, you've got, you know, a variety of different things. It's really cool. There's a Tolkien reference. It, ter- it certainly was. And a Love- H.P. Lovecraft reference. Yeah. Good. Tony Stark, not a fan of Tolkien. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to punch him in the face for that. I am so excited for The Hobbit, I don't even understand awesome. what's going on. <laughs> like, my teeth hurt because I'm so excited. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, back to Marvel stuff. We've got Blake with a special <laughs> kids' corner. Marvel Universe Ultimate Spider-Man number nine, where Spider-Man and White Tiger fight the great villain Pie-Man. I've never the, heard that phrase the classic, before. The great villain, Pie Man. The classic villain. And Spider-Man's like, hey, why don't you use your powers for good? To feed people. Because he makes pies fast. And then he tries the pie, and it's not very good. So that's why he's a villain. He's kind of a funny villain. You'll like it. I thought it was funny. And there's another story. Oh, I didn't say who wrote this. Written by Carl Kessel. And the second story is by Chris Eliopoulos, art by Nuno Plati, and Carl Kessel as well. And the second story is Spider-Man fights this... I can't call him a villain. I love that story. Gardoom. It was a really sweet story. Yeah. Like, the way it it plays out was really cool, and I, I, I dug it. Some people were misinterpreted as villains. Yeah. You know, the thing is, I watch Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon, so now when I read that book... Like, I hear those characters and those voices, and it, they they really do mirror what is on the, the show so well in the comic. It's great. It's, mm. it's a really fun book. All right. Speaking of fun, we're in Marvel Universe versus the Avengers, the cannibalistic end-of-the-world story by Jonathan Mab- Mayberry, Leandro Fernandez, colors by Lee Lowridge. Doctor Doom has essentially taking control of the world by proving that he can control the cannibals. There's this plague, everyone's eating everyone else, there's select few heroes left, there's select few, you know, untainted humans left, and there's a cool little cameo by the Jacob Javits Center and Book Expo America in this. BEA is just a book, it's like a book trade show slash convention that happens at the Javits Center every spring. I've been a number of times... It's massive. I remember years ago, they used to give everybody tons of free books. I had two giant shopping bags full of free books after I left. And a lot of the booths had free wine and adult (laughs) beverages. So I remember I left with someone else that I was with, and we were like, wow, that was terrific. 
It's not quite that like that anymore, but I think that's for the best. Got to tone down and really focus on the books. I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> Back to the comic. Back to the comic. Action-packed, gory, bloody, disgusting, horrific, amazing. I love this series. The last, the last sequence in this is just. Ugh. Mayberry is great. He's, I mean, he's a great writer, and he knows the horror, and he really gets it. We've got a Monsters Inc. comic out this week, written by Charles Bazuda, art by Elisabetta Melancari and Anna Merli. Check that out. Monsters Inc. is back in theaters this holiday season, I'm pretty sure, in 3D. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Then we have Monsters University next year. I'm excited that I can talk about that stuff at Marvel because of our relationship with Disney and Pixar. Love those movies. All right, over to Scarlet Spider, number 12, written by Chris Yost with pencils by Riley Brown. This book is, it's so good. It's, like, super funny, super violent, really messed up. And you, Chris Yost and company, they, they do a great job of making you care about Kane, Scarlet Spider, who is just such a su- such a word I don't even want to, I can't say on this podcast because we try to keep it PG. But he's such a one of those. But you get so wrapped up in his life and his drama and, you know, everything he gets involved in. It's super funny. And this, basically a bunch of bad guys dress up as Santa Claus and try to take over the the hotel where Kane is staying. And things do not go well for them. You get Kane beating up Santa. How can you not love that? It's really terrific. And then... You, we start to get a little bit of a sense of something bigger is coming and where we go from here is really great. But you guys got to read Scarlet Spider. It's, it's terrific. And Riley Brown, who I love Riley, you know, him a bunch of years, he does great job on this issue. It's, it's very fun and, and sort of cartoony and bouncy, but also portrays Kane's darker side very well. It's, it's great. I love how they call him Stegman's Christmas Supplies or whatever. Yeah. That monster, Ryan Stegman. Mm-hmm. That horrible human being. Next up we have Ultimate Comics, Iron Man number three, written by Nathan Edmondson, art by Matteo Bufagni. I love this book. It's like Tony Stark has lost all faith in other humans, and he only starts to believe in the suit. And Pepper Potts has to be like, hey, you're not the machine. You're a man. And he goes back and forth like he, he thinks about his father. Uh, Nick Fury comes in and reminds him that his father was better than the problems he had. Because Tony Stark kind of just remembers the issues he had with his father. So it's just like, hey, you know, he's wrestling with this internal struggle. On top of that, he has some problems with the Mandarin that are leading into, I can't really say... Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's really cool to get inside Tony Stark's brain and some stuff, and this is a great example of that. So definitely check that out. Up next is Ultimate Comics, X-Men number 20. Written by Brian Woods, art by Carlo Barberi, and colors by Jesus Alberto. This is, the, the book is cool because it's it's very political. You've got the wheelings and dealings of these about 20 mutants left. They're on this Reservation X, and how they get along together, what's going on, you know, who's backstabbing who, who's working against whom, all these different things that are going on, and then what, what is their place in the greater Ultimate Universe? I mean, that, that, there's a lot of stuff going on here. And cool developments in this where you've got Tony Stark taking a, a role in things now. How that will play out, we'll see. And it's, it's cool to see Tony Stark in this new Iron Patriot-type armor and where that'll go throughout the rest of the Ultimate books is, is very interesting. But you've got really two sides, Kitty Pride and Mach 2. They're, they're pushing against each other, and Kitty thinks she has everything in the bag, but maybe not. The last page of this is pretty intense and pretty cool. Carlo Barberi does some great work on this. Um, he's got a very distinct style very cool character work so i dug it a lot over in winter soldier number 13 written by ed brubaker art by butch geis i love butch geis his work on this and some of the other stuff he's done with ed over the last couple years been gritty and dark and cool and 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 really intense oh and colors by jordi belair really great stuff winter soldier 
is off the rails and fighting Daredevil, Captain America, Wolverine. They're all trying to bring him back and deal with the, the other problem, which is finding Black Widow, who's been sort of brainwashed and, and really they're in a bad way. The, she's she's so damn good at what she does that her working for Novikov, the, the Russian dude who is sort of a master spy like Winter Soldier and, and like Black Widow, now that she's with him, it just it causes tons and tons of problems. Luckily, get Winter Soldier back, but there's still a bunch of steps that they need to go through in order to fix this. And, you know, everybody's angry. It's like all these dudes are all heated. They're all like, I just want to punch you. Well, now they have to direct that anger into getting Black Widow back, and it ain't going to be that easy. Really cool start to the, the, the end of Brubaker's run on this stuff. And Winter Soldier is a super fun book. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's very cool, very dark. Next up we have... Wolverine number 317, written by Cullen Bunn, art by Paul Pelletier. It's Wolverine, as he does, he gets all his ex-girlfriends to be on a team with him to find the Maiden. And then the Covenant is trying to keep the Maiden from Wolverine. There's a great like flashback scene here where, as again Wolverine does, he feels guilty about... Well, he didn't really kill someone he kind of hides the fact that he thought he killed someone i'm trying to be vague i don't want to spoil anything but i mean it's classic wolverine he has heart but he's this you know he tries to cover it up yeah it's a great lead into savage wolverine that's all i can say which is coming out in january all right last book of the week is extreme x-men number 7.1 this is a point one issue so it's a good jumping on point if you want to check out what this book is all about the Extreme X-Men are this team of X-Men from across various universes. So you got Dazzler from, you know, the universe that we know from all the, the main books. Kurt Wagoner, who's a young Nightcrawler from a different universe. James Howlett, who's sort of weird version of Wolverine from a different universe. Floating Charles Xavier, a severed head in a bottle. And Sage, a computer-like brain. She's a former X-Men. They're all tasked with killing evil Xavier's across different dimensions. They get shunted to our universe and have to deal with some crazy stuff, which is a giant Professor Xavier whale with impregnated with brood. That is the weirdest phrase ever, but it is awesome. I was having dinner with a bunch of people on Friday, and Greg Pak. The writer of this book was sitting next to me. I told him how much I love this this series because he's done so many cool things with character stuff in this. And then this issue, with it's literally a giant pink flying floating whale with Professor Xavier's head and brain that is infected by brood. The you end. feel for him. You, you never totally think you feel do. for that? It's super weird and super cool. <laughs> and I love Dazzler, so I'm always happy to have Dazzler in a book. All right, so we got to pick our Twim of the Week. For me, it's Split. It's a Dennis Hopeless double feature with Avengers Arena number one and Cable and X-Force number one. I'm just torn between the two of them. Yeah, Avengers Arena all the way. All right. Yeah, about to go with Cable and X-Force. Total splittage. Yay! <laughs> that sounds good. All right. On to collections on sale this week. We've got a bunch. We've got Captain America by Ed Brubaker, volume two trade paperback. Carnage USA trade paperback. Daredevil by Mark Wade, Volume 2 Trade. Deadpool, Dead, Hardcover. Essential X-Factor, Volume 5, which, as we recounted on Twitter, I think has my favorite all-time handshake in the history of comics, which is Cyclops and Black Bolt doing this handshake. I remember reading it when I was a kid, drawn by Wills Portacio. It just had this weird effect on me, and I just thought, yeah, that's how I want to shake someone's hand after beating a giant evil thing. It was awesome. Incredible Hulk by Jason Aaron, Volume 1. Journey into Mystery, Volume 4, Manchester Gods. Marvel Masterworks, Golden Age Captain America, Volume 6. New Avengers by Brian Michael Bendis, Volume 3. And Spider-Man, Danger Zone, Premier Hardcover. A lot of good stuff in there. I, that Incredible Hulk by Jason Aaron is really good. That's a lot of fun. Journey into Mystery is terrific. Daredevil, you can't go wrong. There's a lot of great stuff this week. Now we have some digital comics released on the Marvel app 
this week, including all the stuff we've already talked about, the, the books that are available. There might be a couple, like the Monsters, Inc., I believe, that aren't on the app, but everything else should be. In addition to those, we have Avengers, The Initiative, Annual, number one, issues 26 through 29 of Defenders, issue number five of Giant Size Defenders, Marvel Presents, numbers three through 12, Marvel Superheroes, number 18, Marvel 2 and 1, numbers 4 and 5. All those ones right there, super old. It's a random old school selection of comics. It's very cool to see. Then we have Runaways, numbers 7 through 10, and Thor 179 through 181. We also have a bunch of collections available on the app. So you can get Avengers, The Initiative Volume 2, Killed in Action, Thor, The World Eaters, Ultimate Spider-Man Volume 12, Superstars, Uncanny X-Men, Divided We Stand, Wolverine Origins Volume 5, Deadpool, and X-Factor Volume 4, Heart of Ice. A lot of great stuff. Daniel, why don't you tell us about what you can get on the Marvel Digital Comics Unlimited? Sure. We've got Uncanny X-Force 2010, number 12 through 14. We've got Wolverine from the 2010 series, number 16. We've got X-Men Legacy from the 2008 series, number 243. 244, 245, 246. Also got Wolverine 2010, number 17. Marvel Adventures Superheroes 2010, number 5, number 6. I Am Captain America 2011, number 1. And Deadpool 2008, number 24 and 30. All right. Now we're going to kick it over to Mark to tell us a little bit about some video games, TV stuff available this week. Well, hello there this week in Marvelites. This is Marvel.com assistant editor Mark Strom coming to you from partly cloudy Los Angeles. Yeah, we'll go with partly cloudy. Clouds rolling in. It looks like they may be around to stay. Maybe we'll get some rain. Who knows? It's always a pleasure when it rains in Los Angeles because it happens so infrequently. But we're not here to talk about the weather in Los Angeles, though you all know how much I love doing that. We're here to talk about... This week in Marvel games and TV and movies and all that jazz. First up, for stuff available this week, we have the second episode of Avengers Initiative, the mobile game. Now, this, if you haven't played it already, is the mobile game. We launched the first episode on iOS devices some months ago. It recently came out on Android devices as well. It featured the Hulk. We teased that there might be some more content coming, and now it is here. So, if you've already downloaded Avengers Initiative, you can now download the second episode starring Captain America for free. If you haven't, download the game yet you can download you can get episode one featuring hulk and episode two featuring captain america only on ios devices at the moment you can still get the first episode featuring the hulk on android devices but the second episode featuring captain america is only available for ios devices at the moment So Captain America episode picks up the story, not quite where we left off with Hulk. It all sort of overlaps and interconnects in really cool ways that you'll see as as the story keeps on going on. But as Captain America, you basically have to infiltrate a Hydra carrier, which is essentially a Hydra version of a helicarrier. And as you can imagine, it's just swarming with Hydra agents that you need to beat your way through. You face off against Taskmaster, who's a favorite villain of mine and who is the big baddie in this new chapter of the game. So you can get that right now, again, on iOS devices, or you can still pick up the first episode starring the Hulk on Android devices as well. And, yeah, we'll be bringing you more news on Avengers Initiative. I will hopefully be chatting with the game's writer, Fred Van Lente, next week. So we'll get some insight into that. And moving along into the world of Avengers Alliance, I know Ryan talked to you about Tigra and uh, all of those other... Ryan will rather talk to you about Tigra and, and all the other things going on Avengers Alliance, but I don't think he mentioned that Deadpool is also available now. Deadpool 
for those of you that remember, was the first reward character for the first season of PvP. But you can now pick him up with command points in your team tab under there. I highly recommend it. I have not actually played with him yet, although I've seen him in-game, and he's quite awesome, and I've heard some great things about him and his fighting style from the uh, friends of mine in the office who work on the game. So check that out. And we also have the X-Men event in War of Heroes. Marvel War of Heroes is, of course, another mobile game of ours that you can download, and it is a mobile online card game and once every I want to say like once every week or so they do these events these in-game events if you remember maybe a week or two ago we had the shield event this time the event focuses around the X-Men you have to face off against Magneto and there's tons of cool new stuff going on there so you can check that out as well And with all that, I'll throw you back to those fine gents in New York, and I'll be back with you shortly. Thank you, Mark. All right, going to dive right into the news. We are without Benjamin J. Morse this week because he is busy working on a whole bunch of other things for you guys on Marvel.com, but he did lay out some news he wanted me to relay. We've got big news that Marvel Now will be on Jeopardy. There will be a Marvel Now category on the Thursday, December 13th edition of Jeopardy. Check your local listings and visit Marvel.com for more info. If you miss it, hopefully they... We'll replay it at some point. I mean, it's in syndication. I'm sure there's a way to see it. The yeah. internet. The internet. The internet has everything. Mm-hmm. All right. More Marvel now. We've got Jonathan Hickman talking about New Avengers. Uh, Dennis Hopeless giving the Cable and X-Force members quote-unquote rap sheets. And Joe Keating profiles Morbius. You can get all that on Marvel.com in the news section. Also, we've got live blogs this entire week. Uncanny Avengers, Uncanny X-Men, and much more. So lots of new information we're going to bring to you guys about all the new Marvel Now stuff and these new books. It's going to be a lot of fun. On my side, I've got, just want to let you guys know that Tigra, now available in Marvel Avengers Alliance on Facebook. The second PvP tournament ended this week. Cable was the grand reward. I think I may be the only one in this office Oh, yeah. uh, Marvel headquarters who got cable. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations! Thank you. That yeah. was intense. I was off. I was off yesterday when the the tournament ended. It was good because I was able to. I was cleaning the house yeah. and like doing various things around the house. So I would go do something, run over to my computer, check my PvP standing, see that I had dropped twenty points, curse at the computer, <laughs> play three matches, go back up and. The last 10 minutes, my wife was like, hey, do you want to go do this? I was like, no. <laughs> I need to be right here. And I was refreshing every 30 seconds to see if I needed to, to play. But I finished. I was at the top 0.3%. I had won something like 424 matches. Wow. Uh, Just in the cable? Yeah. Jeez. Or played 424 oh matches. Or, or like a ta- <laughs> I don't know. Some some stupid number of, of plays. But you got cable. Cable is awesome because thing is he has eight attacks everyone else has four what he does is he i have only i only have him on level two right now but his first attack takes a ton of stamina when you get his stamina super low he switches from guns and weapons attacks to psychic attacks and and tk attacks so he goes into a whole different series of attacks and at that point when you do his attacks, his stamina rises when his stamina gets to a, a, a good point again he reverts back to that first series it's crazy. It's really wow. It's actually awesome. He's great and he's cable and I'm I'm glad I wanted to punch my computer every day <laughs> for the last month. Speaking of wanting to punch the computer, there will be another PVP tournament for Marvel Avengers Alliance. Unless we have to edit this out because they have to delay it, but as far as I know, it's going this week. Psylocke will be the reward for winning this one. I don't know if it if they're changing you know, the percentages or anything like that. I know it's very tough to get these characters. Kind of frustrating, but it's pretty cool. Psylocke should be great in the game. We'll have more information on that soon. We also, I posted a blog on my Marvel.com blog, which is at Marvel.com slash agent underscore M. That features Christopher Daniels in his Marvel Heroes shirt. He went on TNA Impact Wrestling last week. I believe it was last week. Wearing a Marvel Heroes t-shirt. Very cool. We didn't ask him to do that. He just did it because he's a big Marvel geek. 
And so now I'm getting him some Marvel swag to hopefully wear on future shows. It's great. We also posted a story about the Vibe gaming pad, which I think Blake talked about last week. But I actually I have one. And I was like, you know what? This thing is weird. I'm not going to use it. And I was home yesterday, and I had finished all the chores. I was like, you know, I want to play around with this, this thing and see what it's like. I started playing Halo 4, and the, basically the pad sits on your chair, and it's a chair on top of it's a cushion on top of a chair with speakers in it, and it's got vibrating things. You plug an audio source from your console or whatever into it. I use Astro Gaming headsets and stuff, so I was able to just easily wire it through into the chair and plug it in, power it on, and it syncs the chair with what you're doing on the system or anything you could put you could just put a an ipod into it and it rumbles based on the, the the audio and it also it has audio so you get like this weird crazy awesome surround sound thing going on i played a bunch of halo with it it was so it was really actually really cool i was surprised i was huh. like i, I was kind of down on it and i was you know they asked me to, to talk about it and do whatever and i was like well I'm not going to say anything if I don't like it, but I actually like it, surprisingly so. And I was going to give it away to someone, and I'm keeping it. I'm going <laughs> to use it. So it's great. It's it's actually really cool. You can get more information on Marvel.com. Finally, Modoc Mugs. Think Geek, our friends over at Think Geek have created, produced, and distributed Modoc Mugs. They're big old mugs for whatever you want to drink, and you can drink out of Modoc. It's great. I have several of them i highly suggest you give them as gifts for the holidays you get one for yourself you get dozens of them you put candy in them you put cocoa coke hot cocoa cold cocoa cold cocoa, cold cocoa in there <laughs> whatever you like to drink drink it out of modoc chocolate milk yeah that's like cold <laughs> cocoa. That <laughs> basically the same thing yeah you know whatever no big okay i have stuff too Diamond Select has Venom Minimates, the perfect stocking stuffer for this holiday season. They have Classic Venom, She Venom, Transformation Venom, and Flash Thompson as Venom. So collect that whole set. They're really cool. Pictures are on Marvel.com. We also have the mini podcast this week with comedian Tignatero. Mark and I talked to her. Huge. I think she sold 100,000 copies of her recent album in like a week on louis ck's website she used to intern for sam raimi right before he started work on this first spider-man film she has a great story about how she got lost in traffic and missed her chance to be in that movie so check out that and finally we talked to jordan hembro from the travel channel show toy hunter he gives some of the gifts you need to get for family and friends and yourself for christmas he even has some old marvel toys that he loves so check out that story it's really cool he's a good guy all right thank you mark what do you got for news welcome back twimmers twimites twimmies to this week in marvel in movies tv games etc we've got some news for you this week on Iron Man 3, which of course hits theaters this upcoming May, May 3rd, 2013, in 3D. I always am very aware of how many times I have to use the numeral 3 whenever describing Iron Man 3 in 3D in theaters on May 3rd, 2013. But we announced that this week the film began shooting in China. We're filming some segments in China itself, and we announced one addition to the cast, which is a leading actor from China named Wang Shuechi. I am fairly certain that is pretty close to how you pronounce it. I had a friend of mine who speaks Mandarin give me some advice on how you pronounce that. But yes, Wang Shuechi, he's joined the cast as Dr. Wu, we showed you a new still from the film featuring Wang Shuechi and Gwent Paltrow and Don Cheadle. Of course, Gwent Paltrow and Don Cheadle is Pepper Potts and Rhodey. And we also showed off a new shot of Robert Downey Jr. and Wang Shuechi 
from the set. So you can check all that out right now on Marvel.com. Also on Marvel.com, we've got some more free streaming videos for you. We've got Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes Season 2, Episode 16, Assault on 42, in which some of the Avengers are caught in the Negative Zone Prison 42, and some new Marvel mashups, which of course we're uploading daily. You can check those out on our YouTube channel or on Marvel.com. We've got maybe about a dozen of them up right now. I really love them. They're very, very funny, and they of course take classic animation and sort of remix them for some incredibly hilarious results. That pretty much covers everything for this week. So with that, I leave you. I wish you a wonderful weekend, a wonderful week, and I will talk to you next week. All right, thanks, Mark. I'm glad to hear all of that. It is wonderful. Oh, my God. Zoom. Great. So now it's time for questions and comments from you guys. Reminder, use the hashtag ThisWeekInMarvel on Twitter and tweet your comments and questions, anything you want us to address on a future episode. As well as you can send them directly to us on at Agent M, at Ben J. Morse, at Blake Garris, and at Strami. But as long as you use the hashtag correctly, one word, hashtag This Week in Marvel, because I've gotten a bunch of fans who send hashtag this and then space week, space in, space Marvel. And if we don't see it at the right time when we're collecting all this stuff, we won't even, we won't remember it. And I'm sorry about that. It's just. The way it goes. We need them in the, the proper hashtag. Anyway, we're going to dive right into it. From First one is from at Brad the YM. He tweets, which character should we watch for in 2013 in the Marvel Universe? That's interesting. Dupe. You should always watch for dupe. I think some Cool Vision stuff, I think. Uh, obviously the Guardians of the Galaxy, as we have a series there. Nova series there. I don't want to give, I can't give away too much. I don't. There's some stuff that we haven't talked about yet, so yeah, yeah. But I mean, look at the look at the books like Avengers book, Jonathan Hickman's book. Some of the big characters, new characters, showing up in there. Havoc has got a big role now with Uncanny Avengers. He showed up in Cable and X Force. A lot of stuff you can look for. You can see the seeds coming together. Another one from at Brad the YM. Who would you like to interview in 2013? Are you guys going to do a best of show to end the year? Interesting, Brad. Isn't everything the best? <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, let's see. Next year, I want to interview CM Punk on the podcast because there's so much we could talk about on the record stuff that would be fun. Really, I just want to interview a bunch more wrestlers. I think that would be fun. I want to interview Neil Diamond. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Wrestlers and Neil Diamond. That makes that makes the most sense to me. Uh, we got some people who are... Got some feelers out too that'll be interesting. Yeah, we got some cool bands that we've been pursuing. Some Parks and Rec cast members, maybe. What? I told you. No, you didn't. I told you a long time ago. What? We'll talk about it. <gasps> I love that show. Yeah. And, oh, I want to interview Key and Peele. Okay. Because I didn't get to. All right. Now that I watch their show. <laughs> Another interview with Key and Peele. A better interview. A, oh! Wow. I, I Actually, I can't say that because I didn't hear you. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> and then, will we do a best of show to end the year? I hadn't thought about it, but we'll have to figure it out. Yeah. You know, we'll, the next couple weeks are going to be interesting in terms of our schedules. Who's in, who's out, all that good stuff. So, maybe. I don't want to miss, uh, you know, what we regularly do and what the regular stuff that we cover. Never, there's really never a week. Well... Last week of the year, we only have two comics out. All right. We have Amazing Spider-Man 700 and... Ooh, it's so... Yeah. 700-y. And uh, we have Avenging Spider-Man 15.1, I think. So maybe we can do some best of stuff in that episode. Okay. All right. We'll talk about that. Thank you, Brad. That's good stuff. Another one from Brad says, I asked for DDP Yoga because of hearing you guys talk about it and with DDP Yoga on This Week in Marvel. Any tips for a newbie? One, that's awesome. I'm I'm psyched to hear that you're you're trying it out because really it it makes you feel better. It really does. I did I did my DDP yoga this morning. I did Energy and Red Hot Core, which are two of the programs. That's about thirty six minutes of yoga in the morning, and I was sore and I was tired when I started it, and I felt great afterward. My best tip about doing it is definitely pay attention to the breathing. The breathing is super important. It actually 
it changes the way I breathe normally and when I go to the gym and how I approach that kind of stuff. And don't sleep on the other stuff. Judy, we're almost done. Judy Stevens, our AR producer, trying to get on in here. So do the breathing and also make sure you, you do you pay attention to the diamond dozen and how the all the different positions are supposed to be done because it's a lot of flexibility and stuff that you build and Blake, you were saying the other day, you're now able to touch your toes where yep. you didn't before. And you're yep. you're a very skinny fit dude, but it's a lot of flexibility that mm. you may not have had before. You just got to do it all the time. Like, you yeah, you got to like... really like, you know, I, I'll go to the gym a day, go do DDP yoga a day, you know, switch back and forth. And I'm, I feel the best that I've ever felt. And if you take a couple of days off, you, it, it affects It you. affects you. I try yeah. not to take any, any time off. I actually took yesterday off and I needed to get back into yeah. it today because it just, it's good. Enough of that. But yeah. Check it out. Let us know if you're enjoying it, and, and more importantly, let at real DDP and at DDP Yoga know that you're digging it. All right, at David Il Rapina tweets got Thunderbolts number one, awesome issue, but I think Blade would fit great in here. Yeah, that, I mean, where wouldn't Blade fit in? He's awesome. Blade has big swords and an attitude and kicks people and is sort of vampire-y. It's great. Who doesn't love vampires and Blade? You don't like... I love... Yeah. Okay. I, I was just thinking of Wesley Snipes the whole time you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. At DeviantDevo, 1498 tweets, Why did Wolverine call in Bucky to shoot Dokken that one time? Is he still not mad at Bucky for killing Itsu? That one time. I think they've actually worked together several times. But, you know, I'm, I'm sure Wolverine is... He understands that better than anyone when you're not in control of yourself when you are being manipulated things you you have to be able to move past that stuff so i hope that sort of answers it i don't have ben and his super knowledge brain about this stuff so i think i got what you're looking for just remember wolverine is he's a little bit more forgiving in certain areas than you'd expect at dala delada tweets all new x-men number three blew my face through the back of my head, hashtag Cyclops was right. That is that should be on like a cover burst. Yeah. <laughs> Blew my face through the back of my head. That is terrific, Aaron. Thank you. At Drew Hamilton one tweeted, It's my birthday and some twin points would be sweet. Oh Drew. You get nothing. It's probably not his birthday now that Yeah, by the by the time you get one twin point. <laughs> one birthday twin point with a little asterisk that says Given only because of your birthday. So one. We haven't given out enough twin points lately. At Hawkeye UK says, When are the new Age of Ultron comics due for release? Pete, I believe we've... I don't remember if we've given dates yet, but that stuff is coming. It's next year. It's on its way. You can can go to Marvel.com. We have a bunch of info on Age of Ultron, and it's it's intense. Uh, Brian Hitch pages look gorgeous. Bendis is got some crazy plans for this and we've got big plans for it you'll see a lot more of it soon another one from pete says has moon knight got any new comics in marvel now i don't believe there's any moon knight issue slated for marvel now there he may show up in places i'm sure he will he's moon knight given time i mean we went the the longest time without a moon knight comic then we had three series moon knight comics three or four series over the last couple years he'll get his due again don't worry more from Hawkeye UK says, apart from the original Red Hulk series, are there any good A-Bomb comics you, you can suggest? Uh, Pete, you know, the thing is, A-Bomb really is, that's Rick Jones, who is A-Bomb. He's got these abomination powers now. He's only been around a couple years in that form, and it's really been in the Red Hulk books. Uh, so that's really where, you're, where you'll see him. But stay tuned for Hulk and the Agents of Smash animated series next year you will get more a-bomb there trust me last one from hawkeye uk says he got cable whoop good job pete that was tough that was tough i'm glad you did at hw view tweets avengers number one great start to a new bold era this book is a 10 out of 10 stars wow thank you Haywood. that's it's big big praise what do you guys see where jonathan is going with the avengers and new avengers it's Dude's 
Dude's got some stuff. Adam Mortal Thor ninety nine says Thunderbolts kicks ass. Enough said. Fair enough, Chris. Very good. You want to chime in with some? Next we have Jedi Mouseketeer. For the record, I'm loving Marvel now. Ran out of space on my tablet. Need more memory pronto. <laughs> Get more memory. Aljon, you know, if you're using the Marvel app, you can delete them off your space on your tablet and then re-download them whenever you want. As long as, Once you purchase them, you're able to read them, download, re-download them wherever and whenever you want. So that's the that's the best thing like you know for all the comics i download i usually read them on my ipad and then just delete them when i'm done and if i want to reread them i can just re-download them again wi-fi is pretty fast these days you can them on a hard drive too right yeah I mean, you can you can read them on the web too yeah 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 do you read digitally daniel yeah you can put them if you have that many just put them on an external or something yeah and then just get them when you need them and don't leave them all on your ipad it's taking up too much room right cool and another one from jedi musketeer what marvel characters would you cast for a season of dwts dancing with the stars who would take home the mirror ball i'm gonna be really honest with you guys i don't know what that means i don't i think that's the prize for okay the, i would assume yeah based well, on the yeah. way it's worded right one would assume <laughs> but i'm like so who would i cast for a season of dance with the Star? how many people go on this season Let's say Daniel. I feel like Deadpool is a very obvious choice. Deadpool could be on there. Dazzler, I would put Dazzler on there. Sometimes they they can't be good yeah. dancers. They got to start out really bad. Blob, I'll put Blob on nice. there. Nice. I'll put Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith. He was on one. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Who else? I would put reanimated Abe Lincoln from Deadpool. <laughs> Juggernaut. Sure, why not? Uh, we gotta have men. some ladies. We gotta have, <laughs> yeah, we gotta have some ladies on there. So, Captain Marvel, just because I think she's terrific, I put her on everything. And Storm, I would definitely put sure, Storm. Sure, sure, Storm. Even though Blake doesn't like Storm, I like her as a dancer, <laughs> not a road trip. <laughs> Who else? We gotta have a villain. I'm sure these reality series have sort of the 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 villainesque characters. Thundra. <laughs> Put Thundra on that or Enchantress would work. Yeah, Enchantress on there too. There you go. That's your. <laughs> I guess that's a that's a season. Well, who right? would take home the mirror ball? Dazzler. Okay. She's got enough entertainment training where I bet she there could dance and not just sing, but she knows how to move. She she performed in roller skates for a bunch of years. She can boogie. Valid point. At Lex Pendragon tweets. I know Joss is busy making wads of movie cash, but any hope of comics from him? Astonishing X Men was just that. Astonishing. First, Lex, your tweet said Astounding X-Men, and maybe that could be a future title from us, but it's not astounding, it's astonishing. And no, I don't believe we have any Joss comics on the way. He's super busy, as you noted. I'm not saying that's totally out of the question, but there's nothing that I know of at this moment. Another one from Lex, he tweets, Because of your show, we've we've now got a Twitter-based club with a logo. Hashtag Horizon Labs. I don't know what that means, but that's awesome. You got a, a Twitter club. Who else is in the club? I want to know. Give me some info. Is it other Twimaniacs? That gets you five twin points. And it's on live journal. That one gets you one twin demerit. <laughs> so now you are four twin points. You get a twin point from 1998. <laughs> Another one from Lex tweets, Inara, age four, whom I assume is Lex's daughter, prefers Iron Man in a red suit, not the black one. You know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. Everybody has their preference of Iron Man suits. I know some folks I used to work with at Wizard really loved the the like the silver Centurion armor for Iron Man. I was like, eh, okay, cool. You know, I like this, I like that. Everybody has their own preferences. Another one from Lex says, When did Arcade start to be played by an insane Carrot Top? Well, Arcade has always had that hair, if you mean Carrot Top as in the comedian then he's not anything like carrot top because if you've seen carrot top in the last couple of years dudes he's like he stopped though he, he stopped, stopped? really yeah. no one took him seriously it's, it's kind of hard to laugh at did anyone take him seriously before no but i think he thought by like working out a lot people would and then it, they just didn't well, that's a bummer i feel bad for him no i met him at the mall once in really? florida great guy i would think yeah, I would think that he would. Maybe that's when he was jacked. Okay, because he lives in Florida. I feel, see now I feel bad. Like 
I would hope he'd get some some respect. I mean, you know, do what you got to do. Yeah, work out. Bummer, dude. But Arcade's always been sort of insane. He's always had red hair, and if his hair gets longer, that's okay. He's he's allowed to grow it. Everybody changes style, you know. At Logan zero nine Tony tweets. Will Venom ever return back to the way he was when he was with Eddie Brock? I don't see any plans for that right now, Tony. I'm not again. It's one of those things like we can never speak to ever. That's a that question sort of covers the entirety of time, and we can't we can't say for sure. But right now, you've got the Venom with Flash Thompson. You've got Eddie Brock doing his own thing. We'll see where that all goes. Okay, a couple from at Ref Gemlin. Replying to a Marvel tweet that said, what's your favorite thing about Marvel? Robert tweets, gotta be this week in Marvel. I loved you guys before, but now I know everything that is going on as it happens. Thank you, Robert. You get 500 twin points. No, he was Marvel fan of the day. He doesn't need that many. You get four twin points. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's, a, that's an executive decision right there by Blake. I let him have some power and he takes all your twin points away. Sorry. Yeah. Another one from Robert says, Having seen the AR content in all new X-Men 3, I now genuinely believe Nick Lowe carries a mic with him at all times. It's true. It's true. Nick Lowe, not only does he have a microphone with him at all times, he has a tiny camera crew with him at all times. And tiny, I mean, like, they're diminutive. They're, like, six inches tall. They're always with him. They have great recording capabilities, all high def, but they're always with him. Wait till you see the show when it premieres. Another one from Robert says, Props to Ben J. Morris for becoming part of Avengers history by narrating some great AR content in Avengers number one. Good job, Benji. Yeah, we, we're, we're really psyched on the AR stuff. Hope you guys are checking it out. And we're putting out an article every week on Marvel.com that says, here's the all, all the AR stuff you can see in the issues out this week. So get your Marvel AR app on iOS or Android. It's free. If you're reading the comics, it's it's extra stuff, and there's some really interesting and fun stuff that we, we do with that. All right, a couple from at Simon Sebs. He tweets, what's your favorite Spider-Man story featuring Aunt May? You know, I, I liked all this, I've liked all the stuff with J. Jonah Jameson's father in the last couple of years. I think that's added a cool dimension to her character. It's let her breathe a little bit and, and, and live life a little bit more. I prefer a little bit more outgoing Aunt May as opposed to the, you know, old... You know, doddering sort of, you know, here's your wheat cakes, Peter. You know, I, I prefer her having a little bit more of a life and a little bit more fun. You guys have any preferences for Aunt May? You know Aunt May is yeah. Peter Parker's aunt, right? That one I did know, but... Oh, yeah. good. <laughs> Gonna have to agree with you there, okay. pretty much. I can't get 699 out of my head, though. Like, it's haunting. The insight ruined everything. Yeah. Good job. All right. At Simon Sebs, who's your favorite Avengers villain? I, I want to go to... It's a tie between Loki and Ultron for me. Loki has done, you know, especially with the movie, it's really, he's elevated, but he, he put the team together, essentially, and he's done some cool stuff over the years. But Ultron, like, there's the Kurt Busiek, George Perez run, where Ultron, I believe is Ultron Unlimited. Great story. Really, like, shows you how menacing Ultron can be. And we're going to see a lot more of that in Ultron, in Age of Ultron. Also, Kang, great mm. Avengers villain. Super, super great. You guys? Earth's Mightiest Heroes, all of them. And there's some great villains in there. It's, yeah. yeah. That's a hard question. I'm actually digging the new villain in Avengers number one by Jonathan Hickman. So oh, ex Nilo. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one from Simon Sebs is, is there a Miles Morales action figure? There, I believe, is a Minimate. That is as far as we have right now. Hopefully we'll see one in the future. But right now I believe it's just a Minimate. At Swagpool tweets, can you explain to me how drowning Wolverine will kill him, but he's been just a skeleton and still didn't die? Nope, I can't. I will be honest with you, I can't explain it. That is, it's Wolverine's healing factor is cray-cray and... The creators and the editors can speak to that. I can't. I don't know. It's awesome. I'd rather not... I'd rather have this weird, like, you know, drowning Wolverine could kill him. Well, think about it. You, If you put him in water, 
can't get ox- you know, oxygen to his brain, blah, blah, blah. If he's just a skeleton, maybe there are some cells that are living within his bones or something like that. I don't know. I don't, like, look, I can't explain this. Don't ask me to. At Then Hammer tweets, Is there a date set for Invincible Iron Man Volume 8 coming to digital copy? Daniel, I'm sorry, I don't have any information on that. If I did, I would give it to you. Ask at Jim Nasidas, N-A-U-S-E-D-A-S on Twitter. Maybe he'll have some information. At Wasco tweeted, What books will Gail Simone and Christos Gage be writing for Marvel in 2013? I suggest letting them write two books each. Wasco, we will t- I will take your suggestions into account. I don't know if anything will come from either of them, but they're both great writers. Hopefully we'll have some stuff from them, but nothing I can say for right now. At W. Bandoy, Jay tweets, I love how point interviews are 10 to 15 minutes, but when DDP Yoga comes on, it's over an hour. Yeah, you better believe it. Could have been three hours. I, I would have sat here for an entire day <laughs> yeah. just just Listening. chatting with, with DDP. He's amazing. I have his cell phone number. He gave me his cell phone number before he left. And I, every day I'm kind of like, I just want to text and be like, hey, DDP, how you doing? <laughs> just, in. Just, just saying hi. And we do have a long one coming with Hulk Hogan, too. That's a great one. At X-Force Josh, last one of the week, says, Guys, I thought Hawkeye 3 was one of the best issues of the year. Then Hawkeye 5 came out and was even better. Hashtag don't smoke. Josh, that book is so good. So good. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Daniel. Thanks. For your semester here and for helping out on the podcast. Thanks to Blake, Mark, and Ben for working on this episode. As always, biggest thanks goes to you guys for listening, for tweeting, for enjoying, for hating, for just being. We we appreciate it, and uh, we'll catch you next week. This is Marvel, your universe.